Welcome back to the PCP. If you're an avid listener, you probably figured I record these in batches and then Dennis pro um, presses them in batches. And uh, I just noticed that there is some kind of buzz, uh, which Dennis noticed right off the hop. And I can't get rid of it, so I apologize to Dennis and to anyone who can actually actually hear it I have shut down everything that can make noise closed all my doors so and none of my neighbors are cutting grass right now so I have no idea but uh, I think it's time the time to take a trip down memory lane to Strathmore Strathmore Alberta is located just outside of Calgary um, I made the fateful decision of, um, well, let me start from the beginning. So, uh, as I think I alluded to in uh, the episode about Medicine Hat, uh, after some point of living down there, because I had two like, back-to-back co-op terms, so I was going to be down there for eight months. Around the summertime, I started kind of exploring, driving around the area. Like, I remember going to Rosebud, wherever Nickelback's from, uh... One place I never got to was Cypress Hills Provincial Park. And I don't know what's called on the Alberta side. I'm not going to look it up. That's actually one of my regrets. Uh, I'll get there on there someday. And my neighbor's dog barking. Uh, it might be. Quiet, Vincenzo. And, um, and yes, that's actually the dog's name. I uh, met one of my neighbor's like sister or daughter. I have no idea. And she, I asked what his name was. And he didn't bite up my hand. You know, he barks at me all the time. And uh, <laughs> so, a uh, quick detour. Uh, there's a, a belief among Vietnamese uh, nationals that if you eat too much dog meat, dogs will chase after you to get vengeance for their fallen brethren. Uh, I've uh, unhappily have had dogs served to me five times in my life uh i'll save that maybe i'll save that for the next one let's so i just wondering if vincenzo has picked up that smell no other dog has just him but he might just be going through doggy teenage years uh sorry that distraction out of the way so back to mess and so i was you know taking trips i went up to Drumheller, right you know rather than driving six hours like you know one way to get back to edmonton you know, they did do that one time to get to Miklon Lake to go camping with people I'm not friends with anymore. People I was friends with in high school. Uh, yeah. That was actually probably, uh, you know, they didn't appreciate uh, that I had made that drive. And I think they kind of gave me crap for taking so long. Uh, you know, and to contrast that, again, sorry, it's a little sidetrack. So when I was living in Swan Hills... Um, there was a weekend, uh, I, I wasn't planning on going back. I was like, uh, I think I was getting ready to, to move back to Edmonton. So I was like painting the house, right? Like the interior was painted black or dark brown for whatever reason. And though I got to give credit to, you know, a couple of people I were friends in high school. They gave me the leftover paint. Uh, it's a bright yellow color. And uh, it was actually uh, enough to repaint the place. I actually had to, and they gave me a bucket of white paint because I had to repaint the ceiling because there was like smoke damage. And there was enough to actually, I was able to sell the place and, uh, co-worker came by actually to pick something up for me and he looked inside because he you know small, small town he had been there before with the previous owner and he was amazed how, how different it looked with the new paint job 
you know, I don't think I was that good at painting, but I did alright. Like, I popped off the baseboards, the baseboards are glued on, and I kind of hammered out the back the fragments on. Somehow the house sold, the, you know, the, the real estate agent earned his commission. Uh, but, you know, uh, Beardsley called me up and he said, like, you're coming down, right? I'm like, oh no, I don't feel like driving, right? Because it was like two and a half hours one way. It's like, it's like, God damn it, John, you gotta get down here. It's not the same that you're here, right? And like, you know, I like took about a couple minutes of him battering me, right? I got down there and I can't remember that's one of the times Dennis was out too, because like, this is a part of our uh, series of Sundays, you know, or Saturday nights where we, you know, watch sports like hockey or Olympics, NFL, right? Yeah, you know, and just live at BPs. And actually, this is a good tie-in, a uh, good segue to uh, uh, for Strathmore. Uh, you know, but you know, it was different feeling appreciated. You know, to make the effort to come down. Uh, you know, I would get bad <laughs> some of those nights. Deservedly, undeservedly. Well, depends who you ask. Any case. Um, so there's one time, like I, I decided, you know, not to, to be cheap and not, you know, I don't think I was getting actually paid that well. So I was also blowing money on stupid things, right? Like comic books and whatnot. But uh, I said, you know, like, I'm going to cheap. I'm going to sleep like at this side of the caravan, right? My dad's care, 1984 caravan with the garage vent. And apparently uh, I saw a thing where someone else posted, it's like, you know, bring this back, right? So apparently I'm not the only one who was a fan of the garage vent. Um, but, you know, I would sleep out in spots, right? Sometimes I, you know, like, uh, just find a, like, turnout or whatever and sleep. And so one time, I think I was on my way to Drumheller. This, this time I was going to Drumheller. I was passing through Calgary. And I thought, you know, I, I would call it quits at a night, you know, and I stopped at a rest stop out just outside of Strathmore. Now, uh, this is about the same time there's something about Mary had come out. And... If you have watched that movie, uh, or you watched it and don't remember it, or never watched it, there's something around you. There's a line in that movie saying that rest stops, uh, hold on, I'm going to look up the, the exact line, so I don't fuck this up. Okay, I found it. Uh, so there'll be a sudden cut there, because uh, that took me a little while to find. And the line is, uh, rest stops her homosexual hangouts. I've forgotten this. Because I pulled in, you know, and there was a bunch of trucks there and stuff, right? And I noticed a car pulled in behind me. I was like, like whatever. I was kind of like just camped out in the, the back. I got taken the seats out and kind of made a little sleeping area. And, uh, you know, a guy comes knocking my window. I kind of cracked the door open. Uh, I didn't try to crack the window. Uh, but the, thankfully this wasn't like a big bulky guy. And it's like, you know, he's like kind of jazzed and, you know, I don't know, he was on meth or something or, you know, I seemed pretty little hyper and it's like, hey man, you want a blowjob? Like, <laughs> I was thinking going back, I'm like, uh, no, and I think I closed the door and he sat behind me for like 30 minutes and I, I was like, maybe you should get some sleep? I'm like, wait, this is a bad idea and I, I think I took off and uh, I found a more secluded spot, just kind of park, park the van. And, uh, you know, and I slept fitfully for a few hours before uh, driving off to Calgary. And, you know, I took a, I uh, didn't take the main highway in. Uh, I took a secondary, I don't know. 
And so I was kind of sleepy. So like I was driving about five in the morning, right? And my brain registered, hey, there's a there's a weird lump in the road. I'm like, it looks like roadkill. Are those quills? Oh, they're quills! And I, so a semi had run over a porcupine. And in my mind, right, I thought I was such an amazing driver that I could drive and place my wheels exactly where the 18-wheeler had flattened the poor porcupine. Uh, spoiler, it did not. The van took a little bit of a leap and crashed back down, right? As, you know, I drove for a bit until I could find a parking lot and I checked. I'm like, oh shit, you know, did I stab a bunch of quills in my tire and get myself a flat tire? And somehow I did not. Um, I think I went on the rest of my trip and I uh, learned not to park at any rest stops. Uh, so, it, you know, sorry if it sounds a little less exciting about this hype. Uh, probably the worst part of this is that I told everyone this story because, um, not that I'm like, I have no shame. I'm just naive, dumb, all sorts of things. I don't just tell anyone anything. <laughs> yeah, so of course I told Beardsley and Dennis and all the gang at BPs. Uh, so talking about BPs, I actually made one of the waitresses sit down. And I was kind of like half in and out of consciousness. And I made her sit down and I regaled her the whole thing. And Beards had to say, John, you got it out. You got to let her go back to work. And, yeah, uh, one of the more embarrassing moments of my life. So, that's Strathmore. Uh, I don't go there anymore. Uh, it was just the one time. Um, I guess my preferred destination would be to go to Montreal, where uh, Krusty asked uh, I was going to Montreal to fucking my grandmother. Um, I can't remember if I brought that up or not, but if not... There you go. And it's funny because Krusty's partner, uh, you know, I've been instructed by Dennis to not call him, call, call for his, his wife because, you know, they had they owe us a ceremony, right? They owe us getting married. They promised us, you know, it hasn't happened. Never mind COVID, right? It's going to happen. Rambo needs to be passed on. Because Beardsley's wife wants to get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> um, so, hopefully this was <laughs> not not a, um, a letdown for you expecting a massive Strathmore story. Uh, the legend may be more, more hype than the actual event. But yeah, remember, don't stay in rest stops. Thank you for listening. It is the beginning of June, and catch you on the next one.